very last poem I want to talk with you guys about is perhaps a piece that you've come across in school or um, through other poetry anthologies, and it's called The Red Wheelbarrow by William Carlos Williams. Now, right away, I'm going to point out again, this is a relatively short poem, and it's a poem that has a million different interpretations, and we're not going to get into it too much. But I've shown you how a line break can show dramatic hesitation and can help us feel something more about the narrative in the poem. And then we looked at We Real Cool, and we saw how it can also build up this metaphorical loss by changing the pattern, structure of language, and breaking the lines in new ways. Now I want to show you how the actual placement of lines can give us another type of meaning. So I'm going to read the poem, and then we're going to talk about it. The Red Wheelbarrow. So much depends upon a red wheelbarrow glazed with rain water beside the white chickens. That's it. That's the whole poem. Arguably one of the most famous and canonized poems ever written. Why? Well, on one hand, it's beautiful for something we talked about during our first lesson, and that's the image it creates. Williams was famous for pushing forward this idea of, of no ideas but things. We wanted to focus on the image. So what do we see here? We see the red wheelbarrow, we see the color, we know what it is, there's nothing hidden there. It's glazed with rainwater, we see the rain kind of falling and we see the glow of it. Beside what? Chickens, not just chickens, white chickens. We can see it. If I gave you all markers, you could draw it, you could paint it with paint. Uh, they would all be different, but you get an idea of what the image is. It's a snapshot of a particular scene, right? But there's something else happening here when it comes to the poem. And we haven't talked too much about meter or about the way in which particular rhythm patterns in speech occur in a poem. But I'm going to read this to you, and I'm going to just sort of tap on the table for you to hear the way these words are actually showing up and how the line is broken. Okay? So much depends upon a red wheel glazed with rain water beside the white chickens. What does that sound like? One could argue it sounds like rain. And if you physically look at the poem, and if you actually diagram where those stresses are, it actually looks, I'm not sure if you can see this, it actually looks like rain. So Williams, for this poem, not only gave us the image, but he gave us something that some of us forget about, which is the sound. Had the poem been written as one sentence, which is all it is, so much depends upon a red wheelbarrow glazed with rainwater beside the white chickens. We lose all of it. We lose the hesitation. You notice wheelbarrow is broken where it shouldn't be. There's that hesitation depends upon a red wheel, barrow, right? So we get the hesitation because of the enjambed line, but we would also lose that pitter-patter of rain. We would lose the sound that helps us think of the scene, which places us there even more. If we use the line in these ways, by trying to create a sonic element, by adding to the hesitation the feeling that we want the reader to walk away with, by giving our reader a new way to think 
about the metaphors, like we did in Be Real Cool, and a new way to think about what the speaker is trying to get across, like we did with the language. Our poems are not only going to become stronger, they're going to become more fascinating and engaging for the readers. In the end, you guys are writing poetry because you have something to say. Otherwise, we would keep it all in our notebooks, tuck it away under our pillow at night. But you guys have something to say, and now that you have a microphone, now that you're here, you're ready to write and start sharing your work, you have to be willing to take a chance to make sure that what you say gets across to the reader in the best way possible, in the most accurate way that you as the writer wants. Because remember, in the end, you're not here with me to read the poem. When I come across your poem on the message board or in a journal or in a book down the line, you're not going to be here to share it with me. So the way you present it on a page with your line breaks has got to be the thing that helps me understand how to read it and therefore what to feel when I'm done reading it. Line breaks are really, really, really fascinating and fun to play with. So for this next assignment, we want you to write a poem that arrives at its idea, its aboutness or purpose, by using lines in an interesting way. So think really, really carefully about the language by Robert Creeley. All he's trying to do is say, saying I love you is hard, but he presented it in a new way. Gwendolyn Brooks tried to suggest that some of the actions that young people take are dangerous. How did she present it? She presented it by breaking lines in a new way. William Carlos Williams wanted to show the beauty of a scene, but by breaking lines in a new way, he not only helped us see it, but he helped us hear it. And by hearing it, we can place ourselves better in the scene. Line breaks, like I said, are really fun to play with, uh, but don't be afraid of trying something new. Spread the poem out, break the poem in weird ways, and push yourselves to create work that allows the reader to get the feeling you want them to have, because in the end, that's what you're in control of. See you guys later.